Welcome to the Leap to Lead podcast. I'm Emily Rogers and I am your host. I'm here to support you to take the leap and lead your life where you want to be. Are you ready to take that leap? Let's get in and hear today's episode. Well, hi there and welcome to this week's episode, How to Overcome Busyness. There's one aspect that I think I've really enjoyed about the summer break and that's been having time and space. Time and space to connect with the girls and chat about the very random stuff that comes into their heads. Time and space to pause and reflect. As I mentioned in last week's post, it was wonderful to be able to unplug and tune into my, my own thoughts and feelings. Time and space to chat casually with hubby over a glass of vino. Time and space to phone friends and chat about what's been happening. I could go on, but I think you get my point. <laughs> it's been really wonderful having time and space. Then the other day I was chatting with a friend and she'd had a similar experience over the summer. Time to pause and just be. Then we both laughed how it won't be long and we'll be busy again. School goes back this week and the list of things will start up again. When we said it, we did laugh, but I also noticed how it changed our tone slightly. Maybe a sense of dread started to creep in. I can't wait to be busy again, said no one ever. (laughs) We get to a point where we get so busy with life, we start to wear it as a badge of honour. When you meet up with someone, the standard, hey, how are you, is answered with, oh, busy. Is this really how we want to be living our lives? When we're too busy, we're rushing. We're not in tune with what's really going on. We can make poor choices because we don't take the time to seek all the information. Sometimes we even snap at our family and we really don't mean it. So when we know how much we treasure time and space, how do we ensure we keep some of that when life restarts after a break? So this week, I'm sharing my top three tips to ensure you keep some time and space in your life. My first tip is prioritize. The key to keeping busyness at bay is to really know what's important to you. Focus on the things that are important and prioritize them. You don't have to do everything 100% in life. Some things that aren't important can be done with a little less vigor. Those things that are really important, make them a priority. Sitting with my girls and talking at the end of the day is a priority, priority for me. Checking who's liked my social media posts, not so much. Packing the girls a healthy lunchbox for school is a priority for me. Getting my hair done before I leave the house, not so much. (laughs) There's a reason I always look like this. (laughs) Sharing a walk with a friend and connecting while exercising is a priority for me. Going out for lunch or shopping, not so much. I know I'm being basic in my examples, but you can quickly see how when you prioritize, you can choose 
to do the things that make sense in your life. Which leads me on to tip number two, which is to say no sometimes. If you do the first tip, then this will be easier for you. If you're clear on your priorities, if you know what's important to you, it's easier to say no when you need to. So when you're invited to do this or asked to do that, or someone suggests you'd be good at this, you will immediately know if it fits with you, your priorities or not. Does it fit with what's important to you? If something's not aligned with your priorities and what's important to you, there is absolutely no harm in saying, no, thank you. Or actually, now's not the best time for me to do that. When we arrived in Auckland two years ago, I was immediately invited to join the PTA and get more involved. My answer at the time, I absolutely love being involved, but right now isn't the best timing for me. But please do keep me in mind for any ad hoc activities where you need an extra pair of hands. And so over the last two years, I've been invited to do some really wonderful things like decorating the Christmas tree for the junior school. But I haven't compromised on my time and energy. When friends say to me, we should catch up for a coffee. I naturally suggest, let's go for a walk after drop off. I get to combine my exercise and a really lovely catch up with a friend, but I don't give up my much needed time to work. Have you thought about what you could say no to? As you can see from the examples I've just given, it doesn't have to be a hard no. Just find a way that's better for yourself. Which leads to tip three, establishing positive routines. I'm a big believer in the power of routines. Routines are essential for a happy, functioning family. If you create your routines as a family, then Everyone is clear on what's expected of them and when. We have our routine on the fridge. The girls can check it and they know what they have to do next on their list. Whether it's in the morning, after school or getting ready for bed. Having good routines in your family, remove the angst and that constant nagging feeling that then leads to feeling overwhelmed and it feels like you're just too busy. So if you haven't already thought about your family routines, now is a great time to start. But as always, if you want to chat about these tips, if you want to think about how you could take back control of your life, I offer a free discussion, a free consultation to anyone who wants one. Go to calendly.com forward slash expat parenting abroad forward slash coaching. But I'll also have that link in the show notes. Take care.